Hello, and welcome to Travel Along, the podcast where you travel along with me. I'm your host, Laura Lisensky, and today we are going to wrap up our trip to Costa Rica. This is the fourth and final episode about Costa Rica. Today we'll be going to San Jose, Costa Rica's capital, as well as a day trip to Volcano Irazu, and what it's like to get a COVID test so that you can return to the United States. So come along with me to San Jose. So if you're planning a trip to Costa Rica, one thing you have to consider is, are you going to spend any time in San Jose? Um, By the way, San Jose is not the only option to fly into. There's also an airport in Liberia, which also seems like a good option. Um, But if you're flying into San Jose, do you want to spend any time there? Most tourists that you would talk to say, no, it's a larger city. It's not a huge city for a capital city, um, but it is a big city. Um, And most people going to Costa Rica are there for the nature. And San Jose is not exactly part of that same vacation. A lot of Costa Ricans I talked to actually also weren't fans of San Jose. It's crowded. It's busy. I was kind of surprised um, to hear that from Costa Ricans as well. One kind of cute thing that I found was uh, people will refer to San Jose as Chepe, which is a nickname for Jose. I thought that was cute. So I wasn't really sure what to expect going into San Jose. And in the end, I would say it depends on what you're looking for. You know, if you want to spend most of your time out in nature, skip San Jose. There's not a ton there. But if you're interested in seeing what the capital city looks like, there's enough to do that I would say you don't need to stay more than a day or two, uh, but totally worth seeing. So I had a fun afternoon just wandering around downtown. A good place to start is the Plaza de la Cultura. The National Theater is right on the edge of the plaza. It's a big open area, and attached to that is Avenida Central, the central street, Uh, that's pedestrian only so it's also a a fun place to just wander around and find things some places i didn't get to go were the national museum it looked really cool from the outside i wished i had found time to do that Um, so you could do that and you could do the mercado central the central market traveling by myself i do think it was safe for me to walk around san jose but it just wasn't quite as fun i was a little bit nervous So I think I cut my time in San Jose a little shorter than I would have because of that. So I'm walking in downtown San Jose. This is a pedestrian only road. I was here yesterday and it seemed totally sketchy because no one was around. But today on a Saturday afternoon, there's all kinds of people out. It's a beautiful day. There's a lot happening. This guy is on stilts advertising fried chicken. Oh, it was Kentucky fried chicken. (laughs) I'm walking past the restaurant now.
So I stayed in the San Pedro neighborhood, which is a university neighborhood. It's close to downtown, uh, but it's a lot more chill than staying in downtown would be. Um, so I liked it. Uh, you could walk downtown. It was a bit of a walk, but a doable walk to walk downtown from there. There was one main road to take straight into downtown, so it was um, easy to not get lost. Um, and by the end, I was taking the bus back and forth between my hostel and, and downtown, which felt good. I think there's something to be said for getting a place you don't know and overcoming it. You know, getting to know that city is really satisfying for me. So I really, in the end, enjoyed San Jose mostly because of that, because I felt like the first day I was there, I was kind of overwhelmed by it. By the time I left two days later, I felt like I knew what was going on in my little part of San Jose, at least. The city is definitely growing on me. I'm a big fan of ceviche, and I heard that you can get ceviche in a bag of chips. So that is what I've been looking for all afternoon, and I just found it. Interestingly, they were also selling turtle eggs, which I did not choose, although I'd be interested to try them. In retrospect, I wish I had asked some more questions about those turtle eggs because I would have wanted to try them, but I know there's a lot of endangered turtle species in Costa Rica, so I didn't want to contribute to that. So sadly, I did not try the turtle eggs. And also the ceviche was not really that good, but I was excited <laughs> to have tried ceviche in a bag of chips. So one of the other fun errands I got to do while I was in San Jose is get myself a COVID test. I'm from the U.S. and to return to the U.S. right now, you need to have a negative COVID test within 48 hours of boarding your plane, uh, regardless of your vaccination status. So I ended up going to a place called Clinica Biblica. It was uh, downtown, so it was easy to get to. I walked there from my hostel and it was a big modern feeling hospital. Uh, they had a parking garage at this point dedicated to COVID testing. So it was in an outdoor parking garage, um, which I always like when <laughs> I've had a number of COVID tests. So I feel like a pro now. And um, I always like when they're outside in the outdoor air feels a little less scary. So uh, it was a great place to get a COVID test. Highly recommend Clinica Biblica for your COVID test. The part that was difficult for me was getting my results uh, because they're supposed to email you your results. But the first time they put my email in the system, I noticed that it was wrong. So I had to go back and change it. And I was worried that they still hadn't gotten it right when after it was supposed to come in about 24 hours, when after 24 hours I hadn't gotten it. So all of a sudden it was five o'clock and I was leaving I think my flight was at something like seven. So I was going to the airport at like four in the morning. So I was very proud of myself. I called the hospital, had a conversation in Spanish, clarified that they had spelled my name right in my email address and that they still didn't have my results. So they should hopefully be coming before I leave in the morning. Woke up at four in the morning, still no results. So I made my way to the airport hoping they would show up on my way. 
it's time to check in to my plane, still no results. So finally, the wonderful people at the airport who were helping me check in called the hospital for me. And they were able to email my results right there on the spot. And they even helped print it out for me and get me on my way. So it worked out, but it was a bit nerve wracking trying to get those results in time. So that was San Jose. But I want to tell you first about one more thing. My very last day in Costa Rica, I decided to take a day trip. I decided I needed one more volcano before I left. So I was off to the windy, windy mountaintop of Volcano Irazu. So this is a great little day trip from San Jose. There are all kinds of tours you can take, uh, half day tours and full day tours that bring you up here really don't need more than an hour or two up here um, and then they feed you lunch and bring you um, various places there's a cathedral somewhere that a lot of them stop at uh, but those I just came up with this idea last night so most of those tours were full um, the ones that were, were left were like $175 so I decided uh, to take the public bus up which has been a great adventure uh, it leaves from downtown San Jose you go to the Teatro Nacional, the National Theater, and the bus stop is there. Um, and it brings you all the way up here, stopping in a couple little villages along the way, which was cool. Uh, so it leaves at 8 a.m. You get here at 10 a.m. We're about 30 miles outside San Jose. And the return bus is going to be at 1230. So here I stand at the highest point in Costa Rica. I'm at 11,000 something feet. It is gorgeous. I can see in all directions. They say that uh, when it's not cloudy, you can see both coasts from here, the Caribbean and the Pacific coast, um, which I would believe. It looks like I'm in an airplane right now. There's just rolling clouds down below me, but I'm up above the clouds. It's beautiful and sunny and windy, as you can probably hear. So since COVID, all the national parks have gone to an online ticket system. Um, so any of these national parks, including the Irazu volcano, uh, you need to buy tickets online. So best to do that in advance. So you go to the CNAC website, S-I-N-A-C, and your hotel or anyone can tell you how to find that as well. Um, so I was lucky because I my phone is only doing Wi-Fi. So I wasn't able to buy it on the bus right up, but the little ticket stand did have Wi-Fi right there. So I came all the way up, not knowing if I was going to be able to get in, but uh, the there was Wi-Fi right at the ticket booth. So I was able to buy my ticket right on the spot. So if you're coming up the volcano, you definitely want to bring a jacket of some kind. It's surprisingly cold up here, uh, but the sun is also really strong. So 
jacket and sunscreen are a good idea. Uh, there's also a little souvenir shop where you can buy, you know, water and snacks. But I've heard it's not always open, so it's a good idea to bring plenty of water. And a picnic lunch is a great idea. So there's two little paths that you can take once you get here. One is right around the rim of the volcano. Not all the way around, but a good distance along the rim of the volcano. And then there's another path. It's actually a, a dirt road. You can drive up it if you have your own car. Uh, there's another path up to the, the viewpoint at the top. So I've found at the base of that path up to the top, I've found a beautiful little picnic table with a gorgeous view where I'm having my lunch. And two hours is about the perfect amount of time to do all those things and have a leisurely lunch before I hop back on the bus to go back down. So my bus is about ready to leave. I feel like I've left a lot up to chance on this trip, seeing as I did not have enough money to get the bus back down again. Uh, but I did have $20 tucked away. Uh, so I was able to buy something in the gift shop in dollars, and they gave me change in colones. So it's all working out. Everything's coming up Laura today. Um, an interesting thing here, I'm just standing in the parking lot. They have a guy here directing people to park and he's having everybody back in on the off chance that there's an eruption. Everyone can leave more quickly, which is not really good peace of mind. <laughs> but I think they've got scientists um, keeping an eye on all of these volcanoes in Costa Rica. And, but they're all pretty active. Most of them have erupted in the last 10 or 50 years. So interesting precaution to have everyone back in. So in the end, Costa Rica was such a wonderful place to travel. There's so much tourism there that there really is something for everyone, whether you're a budget traveler, a luxury traveler, there was all kinds of options. So many people speak English, so many places take dollars. It's just a pretty easy place to travel. And a great place as a solar traveler as well, I met all kinds of people along the way and had a great time. If you're planning a trip, your problem is trying to narrow down where you want to go. So my strategy was kind of, I need somewhere in the volcanoes, in the mountains in central Costa Rica. I need somewhere on the coast. I wanted to go somewhere more touristy because although sometimes I try to avoid that, I also recognize that touristy places are touristy for a reason because they have something awesome there. So I try to go to a major tourist site and then get off the beaten track, which I failed in Costa Rica. I was not able to get off the beaten track. It turns out tourists go a lot of places. You could get off the beaten tourist track in Costa Rica, though, if you wanted to. You could find a city that doesn't offer much to tourists, like Limon, for example, on the East Coast I went through. And it was a sizable city, a lot going on, but not a tourist destination. Wherever you go in Costa Rica, I don't think you'll be sorry. So thank you for coming along with me on this amazing journey. It was my first solo trip and my first time podcasting, and I'm really excited to share what's coming next. I just got back from a trip 
to Morocco, and I'm going to be putting those podcasts together very soon. I think they're going to be very different from these four in Costa Rica. So I hope you'll join me on those as well. And please email me with questions, travelalongpodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram, travelalongpodcast, and I hope you'll join me on my next adventures. <laughs>